to Taking the Middle Seat, a podcast where we explore connection where you might not think it exists. I'm your host, Andrea, and I've always believed there is connection to be made when you sit next to someone and really take in their story. So every couple of weeks or so, I'm taking the middle seat. I'm listening in on someone's story because I know that the middle seat holds healing and acceptance and laughter and community if we just stay open and remember that we belong to each other. I hope you listen into each and every episode and that you'll find yourself moving in to hear the magic in the middle seat. On this episode, I interview two incredible women, Angel Batten and Jill Tannis, who are the co-founders of the Nourish to Flourish Society. They are both life coaches for women with an expertise in health, but even more than that, they are creators. They hold the space and carefully craft meaningful connection in their work so that women feel loved and whole and rested. Angel and Jill are so real in that they clearly have a depth and a breadth of knowledge about health and wellness, but it's all wrapped up in a genuine sense of caring. They show up powerfully in their spaces as examples of how to love ourselves, hold health boundaries, and nourish our souls. I cannot speak highly enough of both of them, and I could have talked to them for several more hours after our interview ended. They have two really important things coming up that you can jump in on. One is for local women to the West Michigan area called Soiree. I'll link to the event in the show notes. It's on September 26th. It promises to be a gorgeous evening full of food and giveaways and fabulousness. The other experience is for any women. You don't need to be local. All online. It's called the Fall 14 Day Reset. I'm already signed up and ready to go. For someone like me that needs outside accountability, thrives on eating really yummy food, and needs non-cheesy and non-aggressive encouragement to move my body, the reset is perfect, and I know it will fit for you too. Ask me about it or follow the link to the website, and where do you find all those links? In the show notes, of course. All of Angel and Jill's fun favorite things are linked there too. And they came prepared, you guys, with favorite things. Just wait till you hear all of them. They are jam-packed. Okay, it's time for the good stuff. My interview with Angel Batten and Jill Tannis. Welcome, you guys. I'm so excited. Hi, thanks for having us. I, we have had this on the calendar for a long time, and I am so, so excited that we're finally doing this. Um, so I'm going to have you both, maybe Jill first and then Angel, just give a little like short version of who you are, you know, family, what you do, kind of whatever you want to share about yourselves as an intro. I am a mom, a wife of just, just recently 18 years. I have three boys. 12, 9, and 7. I live along the amazing lakeshore in Holland, Michigan, or Lake Michigan. And um, yeah, that's just my like, my. we were just talking about labels, but those are, yep. those are my outward labels right now. Yeah, that's where we start every time. Okay. Yes. Yeah. yes. And Angel, how about you? Yeah, so I am a mom of three also. I have an 18-year-old who I uh, just sent off to college. So I sent her off about a week ago, and then I sent her off this morning about a half hour ago. <laughs> she was home for the weekend. Um, and then I have twin boys who are 16, and they are going to be juniors, married for uh, going on 22 years now. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, life coach for women with an expertise in health and live out uh, about two hours east of you guys so in Michigan but more centrally located got it got it um and how I probably shouldn't start with how are you feeling about your daughter going off to college (laughs) start crying now (laughs) we'll we'll talk about that later but I (laughs) the start of school is always an interesting time no matter what age they are I think so yeah we're already one week into school we started crazy early and so we're still getting those patterns and rhythms going in our life. So I'm sure you guys are there too. So I will let listeners know how I found the Nourish to Flourish Society. I have a good friend that um, is a Noonday ambassador, and I um, have mentioned Noonday in other interviews. 
Um, I think those are noonday earrings, right, Jill? Yes. Big yes, earrings. I love it. Um, and I'm having a trunk show actually this Wednesday. Um, anyways, so Sherry had participated in the program that you both run, um, one of the programs. So called the 14 day reset. So talk a little bit about, we'll just jump right in the nurse to flourish society. What, where that, when it started, where it came from, why you two were like, you know, we need what the world needs is this particular stripe of program. So whoever wants to take that is fine. Go ahead, Jill, get us started. Well, when I talk about the Nourish to Flourish Society, sometimes it's helpful to talk a little bit about my own journey and really how Angel and I met. Mm -hmm. And it really stems back from when I was 19, which was 22 years ago, going through an eating disorder. And what happened through that process is it really thrust me into asking a lot of deeper questions about my life and health journey mm -hmm. because this idea of just um, food being this separate thing, I didn't believe in anymore. I felt like I started asking bigger questions like what nourishes me? Um, you know, is this thought nourishing to me? Is this, um, is this pattern nourishing for me? If not, I'd pay attention and go a little bit deeper. And so the work of the healing from an eating disorder, I learned that I just can't compartmentalize eating mm -hmm. from things like relationships and connection and like what lights you up, how you choose to move your body, your mindset, your spirit, all of those things. Mm -hmm. And seeing that everything is connected to everything else. Mm -hmm. And so going through this journey, eventually I ended up, it uh, led me to a school in New York City mm -hmm. and um, the School of Integrative Nutrition. And that's where I met Angel, which was about what, Angel, 13 years ago. And from there, I went into more of a private practice setting and group programs on my own for that period of time. But about two and a half, and Angel was also doing her own thing through that work for the last 13 years. But about, what, two and a half years ago, um, and we had stayed in each other's lives, by the way. We were, we connected once or twice a year. We partnered on a couple of things. We just, how's it going for you? Mm -hmm. But about two and a half years ago, Angel reached out and the timing couldn't have been better about work partnering together. And so we are doing, like we put together what we know, what we both have knowledge and passion about. Mm -hmm. And we created this beautiful I, um, society of women called the Nourish to Flourish Society. And we've been running a couple programs for the last two and a half years. It's it's just, I can't convey enough, like what, how special I feel like this, um, the space that you've created is because I am someone I was telling you guys before we started recording that I come from a space that any kind of health program or um, diet or um, meal plan or whatever felt a just super intimidating. Um, B, the meal plan always felt like it's the most like basic yucky food that's not joyful because I love to cook and so I don't need your like put some almonds and a avocado on a plate kind of meal plan <laughs> like I want I want more um more than that and then um all of, like the movement side of it always felt really scary and really prescriptive and um and I have all sorts of history that kind of made me feel that way. But then I landed on this. And from the get go, I just felt like this is a whole, this is a whole different ball of wax. It's a whole different feeling. Um, it's so encouraging. It's so um, connecting. It's all those good words that we love. <laughs> um, so let's talk about the programs that you run, the two programs that I know of, and maybe there are more that I'm missing. Um, the 14 day reset and the calm your cravings and talk a little bit about what both of those are like and um, the vibe of both of those. Mm -hmm. You want to take that one, Angel? Sure. So the 14 day reset is, oh gosh, it's really about giving women an experience where they understand what it feels like to be nourished in the mm -hmm. best possible way, mm -hmm. go through 
food, uh, through connection and community, through practical but soulful self-care. Mm -hmm. So in our work, you know, as Jill mentioned, we came together and kind of brought the best of our work and our experiences to create this program. And so we knew that we wanted it to definitely be a foundational program with that whole food piece and health piece, because so many of us as women are walking around, you know, just forgetting to eat, you know, not just being like you said, Andrea, like overwhelmed, like, well, how do we even start? What do I even do? You know, it's all overwhelming or it's not mm -hmm. fun. And we wanted to create a program that you would feel really nourished with beautifully delicious yet simple food. Mm -hmm. And that also there would be connection and support and that Jill could bring the best of our, um, ourselves to the program, not only our personal stories, but just our, our um, expertise. And so, you know, we knew that we could design a program that had a, a great menu plan, you know, mm -hmm. with the two of us. And then we have a chef, Chef Jackie, that we work with. Uh, and, but then also infuse it with grace, you know, so that mm -hmm. for women, it's not about, you know, I have to do this perfectly and I have to follow all these rules. And, you know, I failed if I went off track for, you know, on day three. And so I'm throwing in the towel. So this program is about, we want you to feel nourished because part of it is just, it's, it's the very physiological, you know, part of it is let's get your blood sugar more stable. You know, mm -hmm. let's get your, um, bring your, bring your blood sugar down a little bit. Let's have it be more stable. So it's not, there aren't so many roller coaster rides. Let's calm your cravings down. Let's help your body shift into fat burning. Let's help you have more energy. So that's all the, you know, the really important sort of, I call it like the practical stuff that, that usually happens as a result of following the menu plan. Mm -hmm. And then there's, you know, there's the teaching that we bring into it and the coaching with this beautiful um, private Facebook community and women are in there supporting each other and sharing ideas. And it's not all like, you know, um, Andrea, it's not every day is not like, oh my gosh, this is so fun. You know, it's all like a bed of roses. <laughs> no, like there's tough, you know, like people have tough days um, and there's, there's some detoxing going on sometimes and ups and downs. We're in there in the community together. And that's one of the things Jill and I love the most and that women tell us they love the most is mm -hmm. that community piece. And then we, you know, we come in and do our coaching our day, you know, during the program every day, hopefully some inspiration, but also some education and some, uh, a big part of what we do once. And I think women realize that once we get going is reframing mindset, like working on that self-talk and mindset piece. Mm -hmm. So we do a lot of coaching around that uh, as well as our two live coaching calls. So we, we really just strive to have this beautifully supportive program where it's there's structure and there's leadership, you know, there's definite, a definite plan, but there's mm -hmm. also lots of grace and mm -hmm. um, the ability to personalize it and to just show up as you are and move along, you know, move along your own continuum with us. Yeah. Yeah. And I've, um, listeners should know I've done it twice, I think, and I'm about to do it a third time. Um, and it's, there's some magic in there that I'm a social worker by training. So I think I just naturally look for like, what are the dynamics happening? It's super interesting to see people that participate in the Facebook group kind of shift from day one all the way through. But like you said, there's so much kind of undoing that has to happen first before we start doing something new. Um, so I don't know if that makes sense, but like, I see a lot of women in there, myself included, like, like it's okay to nourish ourselves. It's okay to rest. And it's like half of the program, you're fighting against that going like, but that feels indulgent or that feels like a waste of time or that feels like um, it's too expensive to participate in the program or it's, you know, it's just, that's not important. But then we end up seeing like the value and how good it can feel to just um, press in to that kind of nourishing space. Does, what is the magic? I don't know if magic is the right word, but is that something that you guys see too through the progression of when you work with people or in the 14 day reset specifically kind of 
the trajectory of women that go through it? What do you see as like a trend or, you know, a common thing that you see? Well, one of the things that you bring up, Andrea, is that, uh, well, to piggyback what you just said, at the beginning of our program, we put out a message to the women just to take five minutes to do this. And the question for them is so often we think about when we go into a program like this, what am I giving up? Mm-hmm. You know, oh, I'm not going to have sugar for 14 days. Like from a food standpoint, I'm not, I'm going to give up my alcohol. Are you kidding me? I'm not going to give up ca- ca- coffee. coffee. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that creates a lot of internal stress maybe, mm-hmm. or I don't know if I can do this. And one of the reframes that we do at the beginning of this program is what am I gifting to myself Mm -hmm. and allowing a shift happen uh, mentally and emotionally, but what's possible for you to experience because no doubt women may um, use, let's say caffeine at the beginning of this program and think there's no way I can give this up. But by the end they realize, okay, I gave myself, the opportunity to experiment about what this would look like. Cause that's kind of how um, we encourage women to ex- approach it as an experiment, just experiment with this for 14 days and see, and you can always go back to these other things, but let's, you know, trust us. Let's, let's um, put this out there and see what could be possible for you and how many women come back fearful of holding on to those things and then experiment with it and realize, wow, I have way more energy. I feel more calm. I am happier. I'm sleeping better. There's something to this and they're opening their mind to the possibilities um, of what could be better. Mm -hmm. So I think that's part of how we say, Hey, let's open up your mind. Let's reframe this and then let's experiment together and then see what's possible. Do you have anything else to add to that, Angel? Yeah, I think that um, what's coming up for me as I'm listening to you talk, Jill, also is that reframing piece is so key of the mindset. And also just, you know, we're, we, our society is so patriarchal and there's a lot of, you know, this masculine energy and there's, and I'm, you know, we, we all, as we know, we have both feminine and masculine and we have the healthy feminine and healthy masculine and not so healthy of each. And so women, I think often come in with this, you know, sort of an unhealthy, um, dominant masculine energy of like push, push, shove, shove, you know, I've got to do it this way. I've got to follow these rules. And so like Jill was saying from the very get go, you know, we're offering a more, um, uh, a feminine approach. Um, but also, it's kind of marrying the boat, both the healthiest of the masculine and feminine energy. And we're, so we have this feminine twist and this program is just infused with grace and infused with, you know, let's take a step back and let's look at, you know, what's, what's not working and how we can shift our mindset and our habits. And, um, you know, I think that's a big part of it is just coming at it from this different, this different pro, uh, way of looking at how we can be and how we can nourish ourselves on a daily basis and take care of ourselves on so many different levels. Yeah. Cause I, I had never thought of the masculine feminine kind of dichotomy, but I think, cause it's hard to put my finger on why, why I love this program so much. I mean, there are reasons, but it's hard, like, there's just like, I keep saying a vibe and a magic and a whatever. Um, but I think that might be it. That whole, like you, you both definitely have some, there's some structure to it. There's some hard lines. There's some like, these are the things that make sense for your health. And you hold to those, which is excellent for like loosey goosey people like me. They're like, whatever. Um, (laughs) So we need some of that structure. But um, there's also just that like, I, I can just, I could just tell when I started the program, there's just such deep intention and deep thought and um, deep care behind everything that is kind of that more, feminine side and it's not you know you don't both kind of show up into this space like today we're going to move our bodies you know (laughs) and I'm like okay never mind see you later um so yes I think that's such a great way to explain the what I haven't been able to put words to so thank you for that both of you um what how has this and maybe I don't know if it has but how has working together in this space um changed you guys or what has your current business 
um, taught you both in the last couple of years about women or yourselves or kind of what has come up learning wise for you both in the last kind of journey together? Well, I, I can say that, I, you know, I'm just a believer in divine timing and I have been in partnerships and collaborations with women in the past. Um, and I feel like this work with Jill, it came after a lot of work I did uh, um, in a year long life coaching program. And a big part of that was around sisterhood mm -hmm. and learning how to really be with women mm -hmm. and how to um, work well with women. Uh, I don't even want to say work well. That's not what I mean, but just how to be in relationship with women in a really healthy way, whether mm -hmm. it's personal or business or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like it was just, you know, it was like this perfect timing for Jill and myself to come together. Jill has just this beautiful way. She's, she has done her, you know, I thought her work in quotes, like we've done, mm -hmm. you know, we've both done our work in terms of looking at ourselves and how can we grow and be the healthiest and, you know, versions of ourselves in the world. And mm -hmm. so Jill's been just so beautiful to work with because she just shows up really authentically and she show and she's really, um, she just has a great capacity to, to listen and to hold space for, for women, myself included, and in a really non-judgmental way. Like I don't mm -hmm. feel, you know, I, I, I don't feel judgment. And I know like in, in any relationship, there have been times along the way where we've hit, you know, where we've been triggered by each other or by our work. And what's, what for me, what's happened, one of the things that's happened is just being able to be in this place where I feel like I can, uh, like it's an emotionally safe place. And mm -hmm. so, you know, we can, we can, I, my old sort of patterns have, um, you know, I've, I've been able to release some old patterns, you know, around, around fear of being in that kind of a close relationship with a woman. Mm -hmm. So that's been, that. a beautiful, yeah, that's been beautiful for me. And I think it just, um, and then the other piece of working with Jill is she just has such a great um, attention to detail and attention mm -hmm. to, to like what's beautiful. And I know it when I see it, but she's really good at helping to create that. And mm -hmm. so, and I'm not like a very detail oriented person. I'm kind of more like global, big picture, that kind of thing is where I feel my more of my strengths. Mm -hmm. So, um, a lot of the beauty that you see, like that you actually see in Nurse to Flourish Society is really comes, you know, the seeds are definitely, and a lot of the actual work is from Jill, which I really, you know, I'm grateful for. Because we would not look nearly as beautiful if it was just <laughs> <laughs> And it is beautiful. I'm sure you both have a special hand in it, but it is, the whole thing is like the menu is all beautiful font and pictures, and it is, it's just a gorgeous space, A to Z. We have some really beautiful graphic designers and helpers that have helped forward the vision that both of us share. And I mm -hmm. will speak in a moment to my love of Angel, but I want to give a shout out to our team too. We have people that, and that's kind of what I want to piggyback on everything that Angel said. Uh, I want to reciprocate towards her. It was this divine timing and, um, what I have really appreciated about our space is that in some ways, both of us have come at things with like this, this mentality of like, I can do it myself. Like this, this lone wolf, this lone warrior mode of like asking for help. And um, it's been a really beautiful journey for us to, to lean on one another and to create space for one another. Angel holds space for women and, the most beautiful way and um when i watch her hold space for these women in the reset every time I, every time on the other side of the screen you know she's she's two and a half hours away but i'm i'm watching these responses i'm like i love working with this woman like this there's no other person that i would want to be doing this work with um and i feel even though she doesn't she she has this knowledge well beyond food and the knowledge of food like the soulful piece for women which is as much a part of her as the other i have to just give a shout out for really all the ins and outs of the detail around hormonal balance and the food piece and how we are you know the practicality of you know um 
how to use food for our benefit is all like Angel has this wheelhouse that comes alive when you watch her speak live I just kind of stand back Mm -hmm. (laughs) and just I just love being like everybody just take this in isn't this beautiful Mm -hmm. um so thank you for that Angel Mm -hmm. um but I piggybacking just the space for us as women um doing this own work with us in ourselves and having her hold space for me gives me a stronger leadership and holding space for women. Mm-hmm. And also what I love is that we have this beautiful connection when we're going through a tough patch or we might not see eye to eye that we're really sharpening our communication skills mm-hmm. and we're remaining open to one another with a lot of grace and it's been a huge growing couple of years for us in a beautiful way. So I'm super grateful. And I think that, I mean, that absolutely comes through your partnership. And as a participant, I think you model what you're telling women to do, which is to connect with other women. And that's really the only way that this is all going to work for all of us is to connect with other people because we can't all do it. We're not all detailed people. We're not all big picture thinkers. We don't all know a lot about nutrition. We don't all have great interpersonal skills, but we each bring something to the table and I just love it all. Thank you. Um, (laughs) We have a whole lot of fun behind the scenes too. Most people don't get to see that part. (laughs) (laughs) That's important, right? Yes. My gosh. Um, and the next thing I was going to say has now left my head because I got so excited about your connection. Uh, we'll edit this out later. My crazy loss of, oh, got it. Um, so kind of in the spirit of modeling for participants, how you know, you're wanting people to move in the world, what does each of your self-care look like? Like you can take that as detailed or as broad as it you want to. But um, I have a feeling that, you know, people think self-care and they automatically think like these, you know, I get a massage every week or whatever. Um, That's kind of this really basic idea of self-care. But what does that mean for both of you? So for me, it's, it's definitely evolved even, you know, it's always evolving. Um, So I, I do just like the basic things I, I know I have like what I call um, when I do coaching with women, you know, what's your domino habit? Like when that habit falls, like everything else falls. Mm -hmm. So for me, sleep is, is my domino habit. So when I am not sleeping well, um, if I like, I'm not getting enough sleep at the right times, you know, two days in a row, it's like everybody needs to back away from me. I am allergic to all of you human beings now. (laughs) So So at um, the beginning of a meeting, if she says she hasn't slept well, it's like, (laughs) this is good to know. Right. So, so like that is like, that's a basic for me when it comes to self care. And then of course the the eating, you know, the food piece is that's, that's right up there. So I know, like, I, I know I need to do those things to take care of myself. The ways that, um, the, what I've also learned about myself and about self-care is that, yeah, I love, I, I do get massages. Thankfully I have some insurance that covers it through my chiropractor. I love that. And that's really important for me. Um, walking, moving my body. So all of those basics. But what I've also learned is for me, self-care now involves, um, I need time in the morning. I need time in the morning to do some, um, you know, just to sit quietly, to do some meditating, to journal, um, to look out the window. Like I have to get grounded in the morning. um, And that's a part of my self-care routine. And sometimes like this morning, it was literally like 15 minutes. And other times I can, I will devote an hour to that and, Mm -hmm. you know, have that as my self-care. But the other piece of it for me is learning to, um, I've learned to just show up with more presence in my life and look for the beauty in my life, even when things feel really hard and there's a lot of stress or whatever's going on, like just to really practice using my breath and having visual cues to bring me back to the present moment. For me, that's self-care mm-hmm. or to, um, to pay attention to my, to my thoughts and to my language, like that's self-care for me. Mm-hmm. So that's different than what a lot of us think about, right? And what I used to think about as far as self-care, but that's a part of, 
um, my self-care is to really, you know, I struggled for a lot of years with depression. And for a little while, when I was around 30, it was very intense, you know, and ended up in the hospital. And so I've had to, I haven't had to, I've chosen to really work a lot to take good care of myself um, mentally, emotionally, physically. And a big part of that for me is, um, you know, paying attention to my thinking and my language. And when I get in loops in my mind, you know, around stress and mm -hmm. stuff, you know, to have strategies that I actually use, you know, yeah. it's easy to, it's easy to have the strategies to know the strategies, but then to not use them. So it all, what I've learned, it's all like, it's all like comes together. Like it's, you know, it's not all perfect every day, but in general, like I need to be nourished. I need to be well rested. And that allows me to, you know, to show up with more presence in my life. And it allows me to use my strategies and skills that I know that I have to use when I need to. Yeah. I love the idea of the thoughts as self-care just because I think people don't, um, we're not kind to ourselves or I, I should say I'm not kind to myself um, in my thoughts oftentimes. Like, you know, I'll just be my own worst enemy and just, just that alone, just switching that kind of paradigm I think is super powerful. Um, how about you, Joe? Yes, I'm just writing myself a note. <laughs> Something you said, Angel. I love. I wanted to piggyback what you said in the morning because I think a lot of women will really resonate how you share that in the morning you go inward before you go outward. I just I love that visual picture. So I just wanted to share that with the listeners. For me, um, one of my bottom lines, one of my non-negotiables for self-care as sexy as it is, is grocery shopping every single week. I love it. <laughs> um, and when I, I don't like, I've learned that I thought I liked to go grocery shopping. I really don't like it. Mm -hmm. um, and so when I get it done, I don't know if that's just the season of life I'm in, but it's amazing what happens when I take the time, the hour to go and do that every single week. Mm -hmm. And I try to do it on a Friday or Saturday when possible that it sets me up for my week ahead where that is just something I don't need to think about anymore. And the mm -hmm. space in my life opens up so much more mm -hmm. uh, mentally and also physically. So that's a big piece for me on a practical sense. I do like to move my body, um, you know, good four or five times a week. I'm not a hardcore, I used to love to play tennis and I still love it, but my body is going through autoimmune stuff from Lyme disease. And so I've just had to learn other ways that feed me on a movement level. And when I get those, that's helpful. And because of my autoimmunity situation, naps are really helpful too. So that's part of my self-care regimen that I give myself permission to do those things. And in addition to that, I think that self-care for me has been about communicating my needs mm -hmm. as they come. And some days I can go, 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 go. And I, I'm fueled in different ways. And I don't need it. But then there's other days, like depending on the, my cycle, depending on what's happening in my body. And self-care to me is about communicating in those moments. This is what I need now. This is what I need later. And to be able, I have a, a partner who honors that completely. Um, so I'm really grateful for that. So those are a few things with self-care. And then we may talk about this down the road because you might ask us what our favorite things are. <laughs> but, Just maybe. Uh, maybe. Mm -hmm. um, I, I'm really getting into a beautiful rhythm of honoring my Sabbath. So mm -hmm. I take one 24-hour um, period and I try to shut down all of the external noise and I shut down my computer and my phone. And that to me is an extreme amount of self-care to reconnect with the things that matter most in my life, get in nature, get outside, slow down. Mm -hmm. And it allows me a perspective that I can't see when there's just a lot of madness yeah. during the week. So those yeah. are just a few things for me. I love it. And you said another thing that, oh, sorry, Angel, go ahead. I wanted to say something because I'm thinking that this may be helpful for some listeners. When Jill started doing that, um, I was like, that's beautiful. And I was also feeling triggered myself because I, I could not, um, based on my kids and the schedules and the sports stuff and, you know, everything, I'm like, I can't do a 24 hour Sabbath. And yeah. so I want, I wanted that. And I'm like, I can't do that. <laughs> so yeah. 
you know, I sat with it for a while and realized, you know, maybe, you know, first of all, I should, maybe I shouldn't say can't, maybe there's a possibility, maybe it just wouldn't be consistent every week. Mm-hmm. But also, is there, you know, for women who are listening, who whatever season of life you're in, or just where you're at, you can't jump to that, you know, what feels like an extreme, like, could, could it be three hours, you know, on a Sunday yeah. or on a weekend or whenever works for you. And so that's part of the work Jill and I do with, you know, with mindset and reframing things like we're doing it ourselves. You know, there's times mm-hmm. where Jill and I are reframing our own thinking when we feel like triggered about something. And so I, you know, so that was like, yeah, that's helpful. Like, certainly I've done that. I've done like shorter windows of, you know, like a Sabbath. Mm-hmm. It's not, Maybe it's not technically a Sabbath, but it's not the whole time. But the idea is still nourishing and it's still self-care. Yeah. So as listeners hear us talking about what we do, the idea that, you know, maybe there's a mom, you know, I have many friends who leave in the morning. And I'm thinking of one friend in particular, she leaves in the morning at like 730 and doesn't get home until 630 or 7 at night because of her situation with her work. And then she has kiddos, you know. So this may be like, yeah, well, if I had more flexibility, so it's really about what works for you that gives yeah. you power of what you need. Yes. You know? and, yeah. and so, so that's how, that's what I would offer. And that's yeah. what you know, and I do ourselves. Yeah. Cause I think often we're quick to dismiss um, any kind of, you know, we're quick to say, well, it's easy for you to say, you own your own business, you work from home, like, of course, you have an hour in the morning, blah, blah, blah. But it's right, there's always those little pockets of time that we dismiss. Like, I was just thinking of my, um, one of my close friends, she um, it works full time, not at home, um, and ha- ends up having, um, she chooses to have lunch in her car, which kind of sounds like she's isolating, but she loves doing that because it gives her like this alone time that she's not being bothered by everyone at work. And she faces her car towards the woods and looks at the trees and has her lunch and listens to um, these really obscure podcasts that she loves. And so it creates this time of like self-care that it doesn't make sense to other people necessarily, but she's clearly carved out um, a way and a space and a time that really feels nourishing to her. Um, and so, yeah, that's just what that reminded me of. Cause there's, there's always that. a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I think we'll move on to my three questions. Um, <laughs> and I was telling Jill, I, I made a new one this time, changing things up a little bit. So the first one that's um, a little bit new, so we'll see how it goes is um, if people just heard a list of your roles or your titles, so um, life coach with an expertise in health, mom, wife, business owner, just heard those kind of cut and dry labels, what, what, is, what are they missing? What else is behind the titles? And either one of you can take that super fun question. <laughs> missing you know I think what happens when what they're missing is what we're all missing when we just rely on labels it's it's just that the whole person and that you know my I think that when women a lot of times hear the label I mean there's like an automatic judgment based on our own experiences so Mm -hmm. what they're missing maybe um, is that, you know, I am a woman who has had this full life of experiences. And yes, I show up at the Nourish to Flourish Society or with my family. And I'm, I'm a really um, intentional woman and um, conscientious. And also, I have, you know, like I have plenty of my own messiness in my life. Mm-hmm. And so I realized that when I went through the depression that I went through when I was about 30, um, one of the lessons for me that came through that is that you that you know ne- we never know really what's going on for people we rarely ever really know yeah and so i worked until the day i didn't work when i was going through that you know i worked up until the day that i the next day ended up going into the hospital and mm-hmm. so people probably had a sense like something was a little off with me, you know, but they didn't really know. And because I didn't share that. 
And so I think, you know, what people don't, what people probably miss just by looking at the labels or things. And if they don't, you know, if they haven't followed me for a long time and haven't heard me talk about some of it is that, you know, life is like, it's beautiful and it's messy. Mm-hmm. And mine, mine is no different. You know, yeah. this was, it, we mentioned at the beginning, you know, sending my daughter off to college, you know, it's been like a huge roller coaster of emotions for the whole family. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, can I show up here at the podcast? Yes. And do, do my work. But sometimes, you know, the other day I told Jill, I can't show up today. Yeah. <laughs> I can't show up today. I'm really sorry. And so it's just that, um, yeah, that we're, that I'm just like, all of us like so multi-faceted multi-dimensional multi you know everything and so probably other than that I think what I've learned about myself is that um I I have a capacity for and I continue to grow this capacity to 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 show up for myself and other women and Mm -hmm. to hold space and to listen um which you do so beautifully darling (laughs) Yeah, thank you. And I and so yeah, that's what I would say. I love it. I love it. We're all very nuanced. That is yeah, I love that. Mm-hmm. I use that word all the time in the podcast, the the nuance because yeah. I know I know for sure that's where connection lies is in in between those labels. So, I love all of that. Mm-hmm. Um Jill, how about you? Yeah, people hear the word health coach, they probably miss that I have a love for whiskey and margaritas and mojitas. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, but on a serious note, I, I agree with everything. I couldn't have said it better than what Angel said. This whole idea of, you know, we, we see something and we have these judgments about what this might look like based on our own experiences. But in, in many ways, the depth of me, people will miss the depth of me. Mm-hmm. You know, my humanness, my entire emotional body, my curiosity, mm-hmm. which is, seems like never ending. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would also say that people miss the opportunity to connect with me mm-hmm. in any situation. If we have a label for anybody, we, we miss the opportunity to connect with that person and have the ability to find the connections within our relationship and how, you know, how are we, um, how could we be in relationship? Mm-hmm. Um, whatever that, to what extent that might look like. Um, you know, and I, I would say too, like Angela was talking about depression. I went through depression for 20 years. I was diagnosed with Lyme disease about three or four years ago. I can't even remember now. <clears throat> and it's been years of feeling really, really crummy. And so people can go ahead and look in my grocery cart, which is usually a really beautiful looking thing, mm-hmm. but totally miss that I'm waking up with chronic pain or I'm waking up with um, this kind of a, a, a spiritual struggle within about the desire to feel healed and wondering why it's not happening. Yeah. Um, you know, and then the, the other dimension of relationships, my husband and I are navigating the waters with dear friends going through a divorce and it's, hard and it's ugly and it's angering and sobering yeah. and people won't hear those things from me when I'm you know doing my business ownership and I'm doing you know whatever it is that I'm doing as a health coach necessarily because those are very deeply personal to me and um, I honor those spaces with people in my life that this this is our space yeah and so they 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 won't see that part of my life you know those inner workings but they're there yeah so yeah. And they're there for everybody. I think that's the recognition is everybody's got something happening. Um, and I think we have like four more podcasts and both of those answers, like the whole discussion of like invisible chronic illness and what that means for people in all of its forms and um, people that are helpers for their profession. Um, how do we, you know, maintain ourselves and um, help those helpers and whole other hour long discussions. But um but I love that. That's so true because so many people have a lot of that, those things going on. So the next um, question, and I think um, part of the, the answer to this is join the 14 day reset, but how do you um, create, if people are desirous of more connection, more genuine connection in their lives or in their community, what is a way that they could um, 
pursue that. If they're feeling that kind of nudging, that that whispering, that that's something that would um, be beneficial to them or their community, what's a way that they could seek that out? A way. I feel like I have a few swirling in my brain. You can say four ways if you want. <laughs> okay. Well, you did mention the reset, so I'm going to mention the reset because I, Angela and myself, we find ourselves so incredibly grateful for the vulnerability of women that show up in there, for our ability to hold space for them, for the things that happen within a community of women who show up powerfully, for not just for themselves, but for one another. It's a super beautiful thing. And what I love about our community, our society within this private Facebook community, is it's modeling for people who need it how to show up for themselves or for other people as well. And it's encouraging. I feel like it's very inspiring to be surrounded by that kind of network so much so that we're, we're doing a live event at the end of September here in West Michigan um, to gather in person and do it there too. And so, you know, that's, that's one thing that comes to my mind on a practical day-to-day -day sense. Did you want to say something, Angel? It looked like you're okay. On a practical day-to-day -day sense, I feel like it's this intention of, I call them, my husband and I call them containers. Mm -hmm. So like creating containers of space for things that are meaningful for us. And so we talk about the container of family. Mm -hmm. And so what does that mean about holding space for this personal connection to our kids and to each other? A container would look like having dinner at the table, putting the phones away and shutting off social media for the weekend. That's why we do Sabbath. Um, it's that it's just this idea of, uh, of holding space within this container. Mm -hmm. So inviting people into your home, right. For dinner and conversation. And, um, so those are just a few things that come to my mind. Mm -hmm. Obviously I mentioned Sabbath before allowing for me just for it to be different from the other days, mm -hmm. very recharging to me to be reminded of what's most meaningful to me. And um, kind of, you know, what um, to be grounded in that centering in that space. Um, I call it like this, I've uh, heard it called the six in one rhythm. Mm -hmm. um, and just finding new levels of life and energy within that. Mm -hmm. And really, to me, when I think about this practically, it's about slowing down. Mm -hmm. Adele talked earlier about being present. And if we're running around, picking up our kids, dropping them off. You know, we can get in the hustle and bustle of life, but what would happen if we weren't rushed all the time and mm -hmm. we actually took time to have enough time to slow down and listen to one another without an agenda, without a time clock and just hold that container of space and draw a circle around that. Yeah. That time and space for that moment um, without thinking about, you know, someone's going to text me, someone's going to call me, I need to be here. And that's, it's challenging, no doubt. It's challenging, but it's the intentionality behind that, I think. I like the idea of like, when we're looking for connection, I think a lot of people think, you know, way outside my community or my neighborhood or my family or whatever. And sometimes that connection is most needed with yourself and your spouse and your kids and your close friends and deepening that connection is also super important. How about you, Angel? I love all of that. And also what comes to mind for me is um, some really like simple practical things that uh, I have learned in my life and that I have tried to help my kids learn. Like one of them is eye contact. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, making eye contact with people, whether it's your spouse, whether it's your child. So, mm -hmm. you know, stopping, putting something down you know, your phone, whatever it is, and I make eye contact if you're talking with somebody, but even, you know, out and about at the, I, I notice, like, I'm really so curious all the time about that. And there are times where I feel like I recognize that I am not doing that. And I, 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 I like, what, what's that about? So just noticing like who, when people make eye contact with me or I intentionally do that, like there's just this different level of connection. Mm -hmm. And so it's just such a practical, simple thing. And yet it can be like, 
for some people it's really like it feels threatening or it feels so uncomfortable so that's a little practice that we could all just do you know more mm -hmm. often in our homes and outside and then you know my I was just thinking as we were talking like something my father-in-law most amazing father-in-law and he I was shopping with him the other day for a party at the grocery store mm -hmm. and we were um you know I was about to do my my sort of usual routine of getting going through the self-checkout and he said um oh, I like to go you know I like to go in the lane where the people are working you know mm -hmm. he said I like to connect with them and I like to keep them employed <laughs> I love like, that you know like what a simple way you know, to, to do that, to just be, to connect with people and to be considerate and thoughtful about other people. And so I just love that when there's just things, little things we can do on a really practical level to yeah. feel, feel more connected. Yeah. Just acknowledge our humanity and yeah. yeah, it doesn't take very long. I love that. So last question, favorite things. What are your favorite things? And I ask this question because I think that on a very basic level, kind of what we were just talking about, people can have very different backgrounds or stories or whatever, but they can connect over their love of whiskey or <laughs> their love of um, books or podcasts or whatever. Um, so I think it just kind of connects people in the most fun way. So you can name six of these or one of these or whatever. Um, but just things you're loving right now. Um, what you got, Jill, besides Sabbath, we will definitely acknowledge that as a favorite thing. Yeah, so on a practical level in the kitchen, I was like, um, I don't know what I would do without my OXO Good Grips Y Peeler. Oh, I love that. <laughs> um, if you don't have one of those, it's a life changer. So I'm a huge, and it has to be the OXO brand. It can't, I've tried other brands. It doesn't work. It's not okay. the same. It is, it just makes things go so much faster in the kitchen. Just makes you want to be in the kitchen when you have that in your hand. Anyway, that's the one in the I kitchen. I love it. Yeah. I mean, on top of that, I'm like, what are my like top three things in the kitchen? The Y peeler, my Vitamix, which I have had for over 16 years going strong. It is worth the investment. Oh, see, my mix and my blender is burning out, and I'm having like the quintessential dewy spring for the Vitamix. Turmoil. Seven years. <laughs> we could talk. I could totally. Yeah, you just let me know what you need to be talked into. Um, and then my Cutco Chef's knife and my microplane zester. That is my kitchen right there. I mean, I have other things, but those are like. I get cranky if they are not ready to go and they are, they are dirty. Um, all things young living. I love my essential oils. I love my products. Um, calming for my kids, for my immune support, sleep support, like my thieves cleaner, my, my non-toxic makeup, lip gloss. I use it every day down to my toothpaste. So I'm a huge young living fan. Love it. We, our Venn diagram joins on that. On yes. Thing. I love yes. it. Um, I, Adore jasmine green tea. Okay. You can pour me a jasmine green tea with a hint of honey, and I will take it every time, except if it's like after seven o'clock at night. Okay. <laughs> but I, that's how I start my mornings. I love that time, my tea time, my quiet time. That is, that is it right there. Um, the other things I would say from a book standpoint, I know Angel loves this book as well, but Slow Down Diet by Mark David is for me a very practical book for anybody looking for, you know, just a sense of seeing food and, um, their metabolism and nutrition from a, from a perspective that I see it. Mm -hmm. He's written a beautiful book. He's been a mentor of mine. I've been through many of his courses. So I love that book. And Sabbath by Wayne Muller. If anybody was interested in that, um, that's a great, I loved that book. The other people that I love are Barbara Brown Taylor. I will read anything from Barbara Brown Taylor. And I love Rob Bell's Robcasts. They are podcasts, but he calls them Robcasts. Um, I'm always learning cool things off those. So those are a few um, then the other very two frivolous but fun things and very important to me are Lake Michigan. I am a beach lover. Angel and I share that love of being at the beach. Mm -hmm. And um, when we head up north, uh, northern Michigan, we always go past Empire. And there's this lovely Grocer's Daughter chocolate. Yes, we were just uh, there. Were you there? Yes. Oh. <laughs> 
I know. I think I ate my weight and then bought my weight again in chocolate, but oh, it was it so great. Food. It is soul food. I just have to say it is such a lovely little spot. I love the garden in the back. I love their mission. I love their partnership with the farms in Ecuador. I just adore it all. So there's my things. I, I love that you were there. Yeah, we had a vacation up in Northport this year. And um, we had a day where my kids and I were just kind of flitting around. And so I um, found that place and was like, we're going. Yeah. So after we had eaten our weight in chocolate, I saw that they had fudge sickles or fudge pops or whatever in the freezer. And I was like, okay, that I can't right now, but that's amazing. And like in all the different flavors, oh my gosh, I nearly like went and bought a cooler, but I didn't <laughs> we'll have to go back. <laughs> it was so fun. All right, Angel. Give me your favorites. Okay, so I will um, start out also with the. I'll start with some food. So I love the I love the bark thins, um, dark chocolate chocolate okay. bark. Uh huh. You know, have like a, they have a fair trade one, fair trade chocolate one, and so I'm loving that. And every time I serve it to people, they love it. And there's a mint one, so good. I also am like hooked right now on this um, grain free granola called mm -hmm. Autumn's Gold. And so I have had like, I haven't even told you this. I've done like a smoothie bowl, like almost every morning this summer. And I do this, it actually has cacao in it. So it's like this chocolate smoothie. It's like a, it's like a dessert, but it's actually like, I put the granola in it and then I put some blueberries on it and I'm obsessed with it. I'm going to this phase and I'll sit <laughs> on my front porch and I'll eat it. Even if it's like for five minutes, I just like chill out out there. It's so awesome. So that granola is, is one of my favorite things. And then I am completely obsessed right now with my, it's not really new, but it's new-ish. My, I have this, I have this water pillow. So it's a pillow for my bed that I got from my chiropractor that you fill up with water. Really? And so, yeah. And I, I, I resisted buying it for a while and he was like, this would be so great for your neck and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, I'll buy it. And I was, I, I'm so hooked on it now that I, I mean, I took it camping. I took it tent camping and took it. My husband was like, you're really bringing the water pillow. I'm like, I absolutely, absolutely am. Mm -hmm. So I love that. Um, you know, something that I love that, um, people laugh when they find out about me is, um, if, if you're familiar with it on NPR car talk, yeah. um, which, the old, the pod, which, you know, I don't listen to it. I don't even now it's not even, um, on regularly, I don't think, but I love old episodes of car talk yes. because, I, because I love the laughter. I love <laughs> their, their connection. It cracks me up. So I love that. And then, um, TV shows, a couple of favorite TV shows, um, totally got hooked on Grace and Frankie, like with okay. Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin. So, I mean, love that show. Do not watch it around little kids. Language is not, is not, language and content not appropriate for yeah. uh -huh. young But Grace and Frankie, I just love that show. It was so awesome to watch the whole series for me. Um, and then a book I keep coming back to right now is called The Book of She. Um, and it's about your heroine's journey. And I mentioned earlier, earlier a little bit about, you know, the divine feminine and the divine masculine and like kind of marrying those two energies. And I'm, I'm just so intrigued by, by that and the way that she writes about it in this book. Mm -hmm. So that's, I keep, it's like got lots of post-it notes in it and lots of, you know, notes in it. And I keep coming back to it. I love it. You guys showed up with your favorites. Love it. Good job. <laughs> Um, the water pillow. Sometimes that's all we talk about in meetings. <laughs> <laughs> I found this thing. Oh, it just makes me happy. Um, I just got a weighted blanket, which like everyone in my world has heard about because I've been singing about it for like a year and a half before I got it. And then I'm like, I got it. And I'm crazy about it. But I brought it to you on vacation. And it's a 20 pound weighted blanket. <laughs> <laughs> I was just reading about that. So we'll have to talk offline. I want to hear about, hear more about that. <laughs> oh, it's the best thing. It is the absolute best thing. Well, thank you both from the bottom of my heart for doing Hold on that. a second. Oh, I want to hear a couple of your favorite things that you haven't shared oh. yet. <laughs> I am ill prepared, but, um, <laughs> so my weighted, Besides your weighted blanket, my, <laughs> my weighted blanket. Um, I have these, I'll show you guys cause we're on video, but people online have seen them. I just got these on a free cycle. Do you see them? They're like oh. frogs holding yeah. books with weird, like wrapper necklaces and crowns. 
I love that. There's two of them. They I love that. Me. I love that you love those. those I so love cool. them so much in like just the dumbest way. And they can hold my phone if I'm like, um, video oh, yeah. talking to someone on them. I just think they're the greatest. Um, and I currently love my, I'll say my pets. I have these two super cranky old dogs and a bearded dragon. And they're all just wonky in their own way. And the littlest and oldest pet, well, I guess she's not the littlest, but my little dog um, was really, really sick a couple weeks ago. So I have a renewed love of her because I thought we were going to lose her. Um, so she, but she's so cranky, she couldn't possibly die because she's just too cranky to do that. So she fought through it and she's fine now. Um, so I think those are my, the things that come to mind right now. Thank you for asking. That's very nice of you. Um, so I will link our listeners to your website and your programs and all of your things. Um, anything else you want to share before we wrap up? Anything else that comes to mind? Any stuff that's going on in the next couple of weeks? I know soiree is coming up and the fall reset. You want to talk about those things? Up to you. Yeah, so the reset, um, the doors for our fall reset are open right now. We actually open the doors for both the first session and the second session. So the first session starting um, September 16th, and then the second session starting October 12th. What is it? Um, Thank you. <laughs> October 7th. So you can join either one. But when you join the first session with us, you actually are able to participate in the second session at no additional investment. So it's like you get a, it's like a double. I mean, it's more than a double. So that's awesome. Um, and then Jill, do you want to say something about the soiree from, for all of our West Michigan friends? Mm -hmm. mm -mm -mm. Yeah, we would love to have, it doesn't, you don't have to be part of our society. You can be any woman who just loves a great party and wants to be surrounded by awesome, awesome scenery, women, food. It is, uh, at Camp Blodgett. It's on, uh, Wednesday, September 26th. It's from six to nine and the, all the details are on our website, but a quick glimpse would be, we're having a, we're featuring a lot of our favorite local businesses. We're doing a kombucha and juice shot happy hour Love it. Um, with two of our favorite local people. And then we're doing an amazing dinner creation, which is all laid out on our, on our event page that you can see on our website from the farmhouse deli. Have you been to the no. farmhouse deli in Douglas? No. Oh, Chris Ferris and her work. They're so good. You're, I hope you can come. It's going to be so beautiful. And, um, we're going to have dinner discussion there together with all the women. And we have so many beautiful giveaways. So many all on our website, anything from facials and mani pedis and massage to gift certificates to our favorite boutiques, a reset. Oh goodness sakes. It's just, it's beautiful. Awesome. So um, yeah, that's the 26th. And then we're also doing a webinar Okay. Uh, next Thursday, or whenever, I don't know when you're posting this podcast, but it will be on Thursday, September, what would that be, Angel? Six? Six. Yeah, six. Yeah. So that will be on our, on our page as well, going up probably before you have this out to your listeners. Yeah, but that gives me a good deadline to get this up. So... <laughs> <laughs> Um, so thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I will be in that 14 day fall reset. So if anyone wants to jump in with me, I will be there in the Facebook group cheering everyone on, cheering myself on. Um, and for no other reason than the, I'm going to get the name wrong, but the chocolate butter pecan smoothie. Is that it? Did I get that right? I hope it's in the fall reset. It's like, it's just life in a cup. It's fantastic. So <laughs> On that note, thank you, thank you, thank you again for doing this. I so very much appreciate it. It means your program means a lot to me and um, our conversation meant a lot to me. So thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you for having us. And thank you for all the beautiful work that you're doing in the world. Ah, thank you. Have a great day, guys. Bye. Bye. Love it when 
women have so clearly done their own work of figuring out their stuff, whatever that is, and then they realize that that work is of course never really finished, so they continue on their journey, all the while encouraging other women to come along with them. Angel and Jill really embody the work that I'm doing in this podcast, which is to say to people, hey, let's reach out to each other on a deeper level and see what happens. Let's stay and listen, even when it gets messy. Let's hold space for each other and let's hold our own boundaries of self-care. Let's acknowledge our own story and see where our story intersects with those around us. Let's try new things and reflect on what happens when we take those risks. Let's sit down next to each other and just breathe. I love their work. And if you do too, remember, check out those upcoming events. The first one is the Fall Reset. That starts, I'm going to check my notes. Hang on, guys. That starts on September 16th. Let's do it together. I'll be in there mixing my smoothies and cheering you on. If you're local, go to the Soiree. That's their other upcoming event on September 26th. Just knowing the event location alone, you guys, I know it's going to be an incredible evening. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and for listening to every episode. So get out there and take the middle seat. I promise you, you'll love what happens. I'll be back soon with another episode of Taking the Middle Seat.